Hey everyone, welcome back to Footy with Q. It's your boy Q, and this is episode three. So recently, there was a champion crowned in Ligue 1. They gave the championship to PSG. This was their third consecutive championship. And I want to say their seventh in the last like eight years. The only year they didn't win was 2017. So kudos to them, but do they deserve it? That's a big question mark right there. Because last time we spoke, I was talking about Ajax not being crowned champions. And even though I thought it was unfair, I, I posed the question and many of you on Instagram responded and said that, no, it seems pretty fair that they don't get the championship. There's still a lot more league to play and, and you never know what happens. So it's it's it would be unfair to give them the championship. Is that still the mentality in League 1 with PSG? Is it is it still unfair because there's so much league to play and you never know what's going to happen? Or, you know, is it fair? Is it fair to say, hey, the league is canceled, so we might as well give it to them? Personally, personally, I think it needs to be a more concrete decision spread across the leagues, right? We need to set a precedent because right now we're really not, right? We're going league by league and every league is deciding, okay, we're going to crown this person champion. This person's not going to win the championship. And I think UEFA needs to step in. Maybe even FIFA needs to step in and say, no, this is the precedent we're setting. If, if this person is going to win this league, then that means every league will crown a champion if that league is canceled, right? Personally, I think that's the way to go. It keeps it more uniform. It keeps the justification simpler, and, and there won't be very many arguments because I guarantee you the Ajax players are livid about PSG winning the league, right? So I'm, I'm seriously curious to see what you guys think, was it the right decision to, to crown PSG the Liga and Champions or should they have taken a, a a page from the Dutch book and not given them the championship? Let me know what you think because I'm seriously curious. And, and I'm super curious because as we go, more leagues will probably get cancelled and I, I can't help but think about England. And if the EPL gets cancelled and they decide that there's no more league, are we really not going to give Liverpool the EPL championship? This is arguably one of the best teams in history. And I'm not talking about Liverpool history, and I'm not talking about, you know, one of the best teams at the moment. No, no, no. I'm talking in football history, looking back, this is one of the best teams we've ever seen play. They have absolutely dominated their competition. And they're definitely going to go down in the record book. So is, is it all for nothing? Right, like there are teams who are outrageous and and unbelievable to watch, and and we look at them and we say, "Wow, this is an insane team, one of the best ever." And you know, they might they might put a foot wrong and lose in the final or something like that, or 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 draw one too many games in their league and end up losing. That happens, right? That happens, and and that's just a style of play. But to not win a championship because of pandemic, even though you're absolutely dominating really really seems unfair to me and and i can't imagine if england were to get cancelled that liverpool wouldn't win the league i think i think they deserve it but again if we're setting the precedent based on the dutch league then liverpool wouldn't win the championship so it's all toss up it's all in the air and it's all opinion based and i don't like it i'm not a fan of it because everyone's going to have a different opinion on it 
But I, I always think back to the EPL. I'm always thinking back to the EPL because we we really haven't seen a team dominate the league like this in so long. Any league like this in so long. So what do you guys think? That's that's the first question I'm posing to you. Is 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 do we need to make this a more uniform decision? Is it fair that PSG won league? Uh is it is it not right to give Liverpool the championship? What are your thoughts on that? There, there's I know everyone's gonna have an opinion on it, but across across Europe, I, there's some good news from La Liga and and they're they're starting training again. So They've got the okay in Spain, which was great because Spain was on like a serious lockdown. So to bring training back is is pretty cool. That means that they're really considering bringing back the league, and that would personally, I'd be happy. Not only not only that I'd get to see my Barca boys play, I'd be happy because a lot of people would get to watch La Liga, right? A lot La Liga games are usually at random times. It's usually like a Sunday at three o'clock, right? People are usually busy. They're with family, whatever. But with not much to do, you're probably going to tune into these games. And and the same way I feel about the Bundesliga, where there's a lot of young talent in the in the German league. La Liga footy is is very pretty, in my opinion. It's it's the prettiest football being played amongst all the top leagues. I will watch random La Liga games if if I'm kicking about. Just because I love watching Spanish football, I think I think it's so beautiful. I think they really embody the phrase "Joga Benito," and they play beautiful footy. And not again, not many people get to see that, right? So it'd be nice for North America to get exposed to these other leagues a little bit. So that's pretty cool. I, I'm pretty pumped at uh, the potential of La Liga returning. It'd be it'd be pretty sweet, and. And I think I think a lot of you guys will really really enjoy that league of footy. But we're gonna we're gonna backtrack now and go back to the EPL because there's some huge news in the EPL that I really really want to talk about. I even posted an Instagram story asking if I should talk about this thing, and only one person voted no. So I don't know what the problem is with that one person. I don't know what his issue is, but jokes on you, buddy. If you're listening, you're gonna have to sit through this and listen. We're talking about Newcastle United. So I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw someone Photoshop Messi in a Newcastle jersey and I was howling. I was hysterical because what? What this is getting I I I get the hype, right? They're about to become one of the richest clubs in the world. I get it. But do you honestly think they're gonna attract someone like Leo Messi? Do you think Messi is about to leave the camp now to go to Newcastle United? This is all he's known. For how many years? I think I think he was like nine when he first joined in La Masia. And you think he's just going to abandon it for Newcastle? If you tell me, oh, Messi's going to go to Argentina, I, I might believe it. You know, his, his his family was there. He never grew up with his family. That's his, that's his home country. I, I, I would understand if he'd want to go back to see, you know, just to see the country. Live there. Enjoy it. Embrace being an Argentine. But Newcastle? Come on. Come on. I don't think it's I don't think this hype is is deserving. I think everyone needs to calm down a little bit. Like you're seriously wasting time out of your day to Photoshop Messi in a in a Newcastle jersey. You gotta have better things to do with your day, man. Whoever that person is, you gotta have better things to do. 
maybe he's just trying to spark controversy. And if you are, I still don't respect that. We're not here to talk about, you know, crazy things like that. We're here to address football and and actual claims, not just, oh, I'm bored. Let me let me spark some controversy. Actual claims, right? So an actual claim from Newcastle is that Cavani is set to be their first signing. And a lot of people are going crazy about this. Here's how I feel about that. Number one, Cavani is on his last legs. He's towards the end of his career, and he doesn't really have the impact that he once did. So is it a big signing? Sure. Is it that big of a signing? Not really. I'd argue that Newcastle has had players as big as Cavani, if not bigger than Cavani, play for their team before. So maybe not in recent years, but you know, I, I don't think that's it's that dramatic. My second thought on it is who who really is that eager to play with Cavani? You know, people have, have publicly spoken that they want to go play for Liverpool under Klopp. They want to go play for Real Madrid under Zidane. They want to go to Barcelona to play with Messi. They want to go to Juventus to play with Ronaldo. Those are claims that you hear. How many times have you heard a professional footballer say, I really want to go play with Cavani? Never. Literally never. I, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. He's a good player. And if you if you look at the past and, and, and see all the midfielders and the, and the strike partners he's played with, they've all praised him. They've all said really good things about him. So, yes, he's a good player. I'm not taking that away from him. But no, he's not a high-profile player. No one is jumping at the chance to play with Cavani. So who really cares that this is the first signing? I don't think it's as big news as people are making it out to be, right? I think I think it's 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 way too overhyped in that regard, right? And and the way I see it, the way I see this Newcastle takeover is is like this. There's two types of rich teams. There's the rich teams who have rich history that when you play for that team it's an honor. It's a privilege to put on that jersey, right? I'm thinking in England, I'm thinking like the Man Uniteds, the Arsenals, uh, the Liverpool, you know, wearing these crests on your on your jersey, on your chest, that means something. That means a lot. And then there's the rich teams in terms of rich money. And that's typically the, the, the teams that are hated, right? So in England, it's Manchester City. But worldwide, you're looking at teams like PSG, Red Bull Leipzig. You know, these teams are hated because they're buying and they're not making. And I personally think that if you want to win, you got to make a team. You can't buy a team. If we look at history and you look at all the winners, all the winning teams have been made, not bought. So I was talking to my friend about it and, and we were talking about how it could go. And, and you know, we, we both agree that it's going to be a slow, it's going to be a slow process for them, but it really comes down to the coach. And we kind of tied it into or related it, sorry, to Manchester City, where their rebuild took a very, very long time. And they're still not seeing consistent glory, but they've been more consistent now that they got Pep, right? They got a good, solid manager, and he's kind of he's kind of the chess master and making sure that everything goes according to plan. So so step one for Newcastle would be getting a, a good manager manager that will be there for a while and who knows how to build a team because truthfully 
that Manchester City team right now, although some players were bought in years ago, the team that Pep has now was was built. Right? He built this team. He didn't just go out and and make six hundred million dollar signings. He made a couple. He took what he had. He found some young guys and he built them all up and turned them into this big team. So I think for Newcastle, they're really gonna have to make their team. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a while before they see glory. That's that's what I think, especially because here's the big factor is they're not a winning team right now. Right. And and we've seen it in recent years where people have left teams who aren't playing champion Champions League footy. Right. And and some players are reluctant to sign for clubs because that club is not playing Champions League footy. Right. We're seeing that with Arsenal quite often. Now we're seeing it with Man U. And and I think Chelsea's gonna start feeling it soon. Where if these guys aren't playing Champions League footy, like these players want to win the Champions League. That's that's the overall goal. You want to reach European glory. So, you know, the paycheck is nice. But you want to, you, to incentivize players to come to your team. You want to show them that, well, listen, we're, we're competing at top level in all competitions that we could possibly competing in. Otherwise, what happens is you turn into a Monaco. And from my opinion, I think this is going to turn into a Monaco situation. So if you're not familiar, that's what happened. Um, Monaco got bought out. They were super loaded. And they made a bunch of signings. They won a league in 2017. And then literally everyone jump shipped. Everyone just left. And now you look at the Monaco team and they're they're struggling, to be honest. They're not doing too well. So I think it's gonna be that way where it, it's hard to it's hard to attract players if you don't already have key components. And I don't think they have key components. So in my opinion, Cavani's not your 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 first move. Your first move should be bringing in a manager that players admire, that players respect, and that players want to play under. Because if if you have a, a a good manager, a big manager who's known for winning and who's known for his expertise, then players will be like, "Oh, I want to go play under him." Right? Again, they're not going to be like, "I want to go play with Cavani." Right? That's just how I'm seeing it. And another another way it could go is is bringing in teams or players, sorry, who just never found a good fit with teams. Right. So like I'm thinking like Coutinho, for example, and, and James. These guys, for some reason, are not finding consistent footy. They're jumping around from team to team. So these guys might consider teaming up at Newcastle and saying, "Hey, you know what? We haven't found our way elsewhere. Let's go to this team and let's and let's do it our way." So I could see that happening, but even then, it, you know, two or three guys coming in, you still, there's still 11 players on a pitch. So you need to have some homegrown talent, some guys who have been around for a while who you can build up or some, you know, buy some young guys who are going to immediately make an impact and immediately get you into the top four. So you can ch play champions league footy. Cause if you don't, they're probably going to leave. Right, that's that's more or less how I think it's going to go down. So I know I threw a lot at you right there, but that's kind of how I'm seeing this. I'm not seeing it as a very hype takeover. 
I don't think money attracts players and and if money does attract players those are the players playing in china right like like oscar left in his prime to go play in china which was ridiculous in my opinion but he clearly valued the money more than winning and now look no one even talks about him i don't even think he gets any brazilian call-ups anymore right so you you know having a big wallet is not going to attract these big name players i think i think it's more important to to pace yourself, understand that it really starts from the manager and understand that you need to bring in guys who are going to gel so that you can build a team because it's going to take a few years to get to the top four in the EPL. And I think that's like, I could go on for days about the toughness of the EPL. We all know how ridiculously hard it is to make the top four and to win the EPL. So it's going to be a while before they can fight and make it into that top four, in my opinion, right? It's it's such a toss-up league where so many teams are good and so many teams have a chance for glory. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. One of the main reasons I want to talk about it now is because I want to look back on it later. I want to see in, you know, three, four, five years what happens with Newcastle and then relate it back to what I'm saying now. You know, if they prove me wrong, that'd be amazing. I love being proven wrong, to be honest, because I get super, it makes me excited. I get shocked. Like, I obviously get shocked, surprised that that this team proved me wrong. So that would be cool, but I'm throwing out my prediction right now saying the hype isn't all there. I'm not buying into this whole Newcastle United stuff. I don't really care for it. But as always, I'm going to open it up to you and I'm going to say, what do you guys think? Do you think. Do you think it's going to be that big of a deal or do you think they're going to flop? It really comes down to that. And obviously give me some reasons because uh, I, I, like I said, every episode, I'm, I'm a junkie. I love talking footy. I love hearing people's opinions. So if you think that my way of thinking is a little too cynical and you're a little bit more optimistic about this thing, please hit me up. Let's talk about it. And, and I'll, again, I'll save these conversations so that in four or five years, I can come back and say, hey, remember when you said this or remember when I said that? Just a little, little fun thing that, that I like to do. But that's pretty much all I have. I really just wanted to talk about this Newcastle stuff and this league stuff. So one last thing I'm going to leave you with, actually. So I was watching, I was watching that Barca documentary. I'm still not done. I'm sure I'll have more to say once I'm done. But... I'm watching that Barcelona documentary on Netflix and there's a little snippet where a couple of the female players were talking about how um, Valverde was so su- supportive of them and he was at most of their games and and Elenia was, went to a couple games and the one mentioned that Messi gave them a shout out on, on Instagram and Suarez is pretty supportive of on, on, on Instagram but the other one was kind of like, yeah, but why aren't they supporting us like we support them? And I, I, I honestly, I, I agree with them so much. Like, the, Barca is a big club. All the Arsenal is, is Arsenal females are unreal. You know, Bayern female team is unreal. There's there's some quality skill in the women's leagues, and I feel like there needs to be a little bit more support for them from the men's players the men's side they need to be at their games supporting them the same way that the females are at their games supporting them 
just a little nice gesture, right? Like you're all playing for the same club. You're all playing for the same city at the end of the day. So I, I feel like it'd go a long way to see Messi at a, at a women's Barcelona match, especially for the fans too. Cause I don't know how many of you watch female footy, but honestly, I enjoy it. They're not as aggressive. So they're a lot more attack, like tactful with their game. They got to be a lot more precise with their game because they lose a lot of, uh, aggression that the the men's league has and there's a lot less flopping honestly there, there's a lot less flopping i kind of like it so you know it would i think i think we're at a point in life where we need to start showing love to women's soccer and and they need to get the glory that they deserve because right now it seems like it's an afterthought but they're they're doing their thing and they're grinding and honestly they're the the women's some of the women's clubs are a lot more successful than their their male counterparts. And I think I think that needs to be addressed. People need to talk about that, right? But no one really does. So I don't know. This is me just blabbering at this point, just based on an observation that I saw. I think I think the women's game needs to grow a little bit more from our part. And I think Megan Rapino did a good job in in putting female soccer on the map in North America and obviously Christine Sinclair put, put us on the map in Canada. So it's kind of nice to see. And, and I think, I think we need to see more of that moving forward. Anyway, that's it. That's all I got. Instagram at footy with Q. Give me a follow and tell your friends and shoot me a message on what you think about championships moving forward what the league should do when crowning a championship and let me know your thoughts on this whole newcastle takeover and where you think it's going to go thanks for listening guys